Wild Talk Radio Network. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are too. And it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. <laughs> what the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. Everyone, welcome to the rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out YouTube.com/slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. You're on Twitch, and you have to have a Prime Gaming sub available. Well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also, you know, subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I'm your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer, slash co-host, slash handyman, Sir Rockin. If you aren't doing the John Cena hand motion, then what are you doing with your life? Anyway, you can tweet us at Wild Talk Radio, at Rock Radio Show, at Lindsay Ward. Come to WildTalkRadio.com, RockRadioShow.com, or Twitch.tv, slash WTR Live, to interact with us live here tonight, because we're previewing WWE Fastlane, the upcoming WWE Premium Live event this Saturday on Peacock around the here in the United States and on the WWE Network around the world. We'll do Pick'em. We will do all the things, which means, reminder, there is no Fortnite with friends because we'll be watching WWE Fastlane, but there will be CB Radio. Ooh, okay. All right. Yay. Yay. So we got stuff to talk about because stuff's 
happened. Did it? Oh, it's been a bit an eventful week. Yeah. In the world of professional wrestling. Um, I would say so. Might, and we might as well uh, start with the big, 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 big news for AEW. Yep. It's getting a little R-rated. The end of the era. We found out what the next chapter was, and that is that in say some surprise, but not a complete not, surprise. Not, not a surprise. <laughs> Adam Copeland, aka Edge, has signed with AEW. He made his debut this past weekend at Wrestle Dream, and some people were happy. Some people had a mad. Some people were rude. Yeah, so Adam Copeland, a.k.a. Edge, a.k.a. Dwight Henderson from Haven, a.k.a. Cliff. Um, a.k.a. former guest of the show. Former guest of the show. Um, yeah, so he debuted on on Sunday night. Big ovation by all. Debuted on, on Dynamite this week to reunite with Christian, and Christian told him to go fuck himself. So <laughs> that was fun. He will be competing this Tuesday for the first time in an AEW ring against Luchasaurus. So they're going right at it. So he's basically saying he's going in full-time with AEW. He's going to be at all the shows. Russell Moore, because he only... Like, here's the double... Here's what is annoying part of it. So when he signed with WWE, re-signed with them back in 2019, he agreed to doing 10 matches a year. And that's kind of what he was his contract stated. And now he's like, hey, I'm here in AEW. I'm just going to wrestle all the time, because why not? Because I'm Adam Copeland, and I can just do whatever I want. And he was talking about in interviews that how his body can't react as fast anymore, and now he's going to go full-time. So maybe if he's going full-time for a year, we'll see how his body holds up where it's just constantly being beat up, and we'll see when he, if he slows down and, and stuff. I don't know. I wish him all the success. I, I don't know. I don't get the hate. I know Brent's kind of... If he on, on it, he just doesn't like about it. So, like, I don't know. We'll see. They have things I, they can do with him. And if they use him right, awesome. If they don't, well, we'll see. I think the AEW full-time is very different from the WWE full-time. He's not going to be wrestling on all three shows no. every week. No, I, um, I I expect him to wrestle every other week. Yeah. On, and on, on at least one of the shows. Adam knows his body best. Adam knows what he wants to do. So he will call a shot. So to say that I'm going full-time in AEW every week, it's, okay, all right, well, you know, is that 10 matches a year? Is that 300 matches a year? We don't know the answer to that question. Um, only he knows and only Tony knows. And they'll figure that out as they go. It could be that he wrestles next week and he's like... He just does a regular match, and he's fine, and he's like, okay, all right, I can do this. Or it's like he wrestles the match, and he's like, oh, fuck, I need to recover, and he needs to take three months off. Like, it's, he will figure it out as he goes. Like, I think the 10 matches a year originally was because he didn't necessarily, from what I remember, didn't really want to do the full-time WWE schedule. He didn't want to, and didn't know how his body was holding up, and he had also other commitments he was doing as well. But when you're being paid $3 million a year for a three-year contract, so $9 million... You know, you take it. You take it, right? And, I mean, it could be he wanted to... Re like, from what I heard, with him and WWE, the money was the issue. Everything else was there. It's just the money was a problem. They weren't going to pay him what he wanted to be paid. And, and also... He also said there's stuff about creative where he just... They didn't have much left for him. And I, I can respect that because, honestly, there wasn't much left for him. Like, if you really look at it, it's like, are there just some dream matches there? Yeah, of course there are. But in terms of 
getting him there, they weren't really doing a great job. Like, you look at the the last thing he did, which was Judgment Day, and it wasn't the most wonderful thing ever. It's taken a lot of work to bring Judgment Day back around after he left and after they took him out of the group, because I think he originally came up with it, and then WWE, it started to take off, and WWE decided to take it in a different direction, and he didn't want to go there with it. And so I think they took him out, at least that's the story that I heard. I have no idea if it's true. With this, he'll have a little bit more creative control, he'll have some more freedom, and he'll be able to test things and figure it out. Um, and the biggest the biggest factor in this is that all his friends are there. That, Jay's there. That, Christian's there. That was that was the big thing. His daughter's told him to go go be with Uncle Jay. He wants to retire with Jay. Yeah. He wants to go out with Jay. That's how, that's what he wants. WWE is probably not going to bring Christian back just for that. So Adam will go where Jay is. And yeah. they will be together, and they will work together, and whether it's a year or it's five years, which I would doubt it's probably going to be a year, he he's good. And he mentioned how it, the match he had with Sheamus a few weeks ago, the last match, was the end of that of Edge. That was He retired Edge, basically. That's what happened. So this is Adam being Adam for another year or so, and we'll see, see how it goes. We'll see. I mean, I'm happy for him. If it's what he wants... That's great because he closed. He closed the WWE chapter. He went out right. He didn't fire. You know, he wasn't fired. Didn't act like a jerk like other people who got fired who we will not name. Never pegged that one for acting like that, but okay. Um, like he went out correctly. He's he he closed the chapter. He closed the book. He said goodbye. We got in terms of WWE fans, we got the closure. Or I shouldn't say just WWE fans, wrestling fans in general. In terms of that portion of his career, we got the closure. Was it what we wanted? No, no. We wanted him to go out at WrestleMania, but this is how he wanted to go out. Yeah, so that's how he went out. So now we'll see what he does in AEW. He was a part of Russell Dream, which is now an annual event. By, by the way, so. It, it's not tied to Seattle, though. He wanted to make that clear. But Russell Dream will be an annual pay-per-view event honoring Antonio Inoki going forward. That's sweet, though. That's nice. Yeah. Like, I can't fault them for that. He deserves to be honored. But, yeah, don't set it in one city like you do something else. because <sighs> They've learned. They've learned. Like, it's the market will, especially if you go there 40 times a year, the market will dry up. So... Um, it's good that it's going to travel, that it's going to move around. Um, so yeah, go, go edge. I hope it works out well for everybody and anybody that's being shitty, anybody that's hating on him or, or really Jade for that matter. Cause there was a lot of hate about Jade too. Calm your tit. All right. Just, just calm your tit. This is a pretty cool time in wrestling for people to be able to go back and forth and do this yeah. because there was a time a long time ago, or actually not so long ago, where we didn't have this, where you didn't have talent back and forth and you didn't have really anywhere for anyone to go. So if they left WWE, you they might turn up an Impact, if Impact could afford them. They might turn up an ROH, if ROH could afford them. But otherwise, you just never saw them again. So the fact that you have a place for talent to, to move both from both sides is pretty cool. Indeed. And they're adults, and it's their decision. Indeed. So don't don't be assholes. Calm down. Speaking of the other Adam, or one of the other Adams, because there's multiples now, um, <laughs> we have an update on Adam Cole. This is not a good one, though. This is not a uh, a good scenario. It's actually a little bit worrisome. He will need to heal his ankle no less than two surgeries that will involve 
eight screws and a plate in his ankle. Yeah. Now, my mom has this. It's not good. It's not pretty. No. And she has... Now, granted, she had it done a very, 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 very long time ago. So I'm sure the techniques have gotten much better since then. Um, but she still has stability issues in her ankle. It's not as strong. Um, so this is a little concerning because that's that's going to suck. So, yeah, he said he has a long road to recovery. He has not had the surgery yet, um, but he will need the two surgeries for it. It's, it's he, he was on his Twitch channel. As Chugs today talking about it. Yeah, he could be out for, what, six, eight months? Yeah, a year maybe? Who knows? He was in the, in the middle, midst of a big push and still on TV. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate for him. I believe the surgery is next week because he said he was, he's not going to be able to stream for a few days. So one would assume, hey, that's when he's getting it done. Um, I mean, the good news is, is he can still stream on Twitch. He can, And he could still technically, once he gets to a certain point, appear on TV for AEW. In yeah. some capacity. And they're, filming, so they're he, filming vignettes with him, like comedy stuff with him, so he can always still do that. Yeah, so he's not, like, gone gone, but it just sucks for him because he's he's been plagued he just came by back. injuries. He just came back er, earlier this year from the concussion. He was about, out for a long time before that. Yeah, yeah, he was out six, seven months with the concussion. Came back in, what, March? Yes. Right before the TV show came out, he came back. And now, yeah, now with the... Unfortunate, a freak injury where he just hopped off the ramp and busted his ankle. That's unfortunate. Since we're here, might as well finish this. Bones breaking, backs cracking, shoulders snapping. It's this week's injury roundup. All right. So starting with the A of the E of the W's. Since we're already on that topic, Sammy Guevara suffered a concussion. So hopefully he heals up quickly. Hashtag blame Brent. And then, in a rather unfortunate injury, um, Becky Lynch lacerated the ever-living shit out of her elbow. She needed, what, 15 stitches in it to close it? Something like that. So When she was fighting Tiffany Stratton in the hardcore match for the uh, women's title on NXT. Yep. Hashtag blame Brent. She's on the men, though. I believe both are on the men, and both will hopefully recover soon. But Becky yeah. should be in back. Be- 15 stitches or something like that. Becky will be back in action on Mondays, hopefully, if she gets cleared. But yeah, it was unfortunate timing and everything with that. And yeah. So, keeping with um, A of the E of the W's, Billy Starks officially yes. signed with AEW. Yeah, she's officially signed. She's been working, I guess, under pay-per-date deals now. She's official contract with AWROH, so good for her. She's like 18, 19, something like that. She's young. Go her. Mm-hmm. So moving on to WWE, Halloween Havoc is returning as a two-week TV event starting on October 24th. It is. Becky Lynch will be defending her, or Becky or Tegan will be defending the NXT Women's Championship on night one against uh, Lyra Valkyrie, I believe. So there's that. There is that. Yes, bring back the pumpkin. Find the pumpkin. Bring it back. They will, yeah, they should find it. They really should. I saw it years ago, and I've been obsessed with it. I wish I could have bought it. Like, I wish I had the money to buy the giant pumpkin. Because it was. It was actually the WCW Halloween Havoc pumpkin. Yeah. And it's like, I was driving by on my way to work, and I happened to see it. at like, there was this auction house that had it and somebody was selling it. I don't know who or anything about that, but they had it blown up hmm. and it was massive. It was I remember, like, I, 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 I remember that. 
It's like, I wish I could buy that. Yeah, I think I called you and I was like, oh my god, I saw a pumpkin! Yeah. I, it's the small things in life. It is the NXT, small things in life, yeah. NXT is loading up their show this Tuesday as if they're competing with somebody. Uh, John, Seaman, Paul, or John Cena, Paul Heyman, Cody Rhodes, and Asuka are all set to appear. John, yeah, yeah, we're not going to say what I almost said. So, yeah, no, you said it. You you full-on said it. Like, I do what I can. But yeah, Cena, Heyman, Asuka, Cody. Cody's going to make a big announcement. It's a major announcement. Pulling the TK on against the TK. Which will <laughs> probably be the um, Dusty Classic announcement, I would assume. That should be returning, because that usually returns in the, the fall, winter. So I would assume that would be... Uh, his announcement, Cody, that's for Cody. Asuka's taking on Roxanne Perez. That should be a hell of a match. That should be really good. And Cena will be in the corner of Carmelo Hayes as he takes on Braun Breaker, who will have Paul Heyman in his corner. Could uh, Paul Heyman be moving on Roman, to someone else? Roman has sent Paul Heyman to be in his corner because one would assume, based on this and based on what's happening on Saturday... We may be getting Cena Roman in Saudi. Huh? That's just a little, we'll talk about that more in a little bit, but Cena Roman in Saudi could, in fact, be a thing. But yes, they're going up against AEW on a Tuesday because of um, hockey on Wednesday, so they moved AEW title Tuesday. So that they'll be competing um, against each other. We'll, we'll have Brian Danielson in action. They'll have... Adam Copeland in action. Chris Jericho is all wrestling. So it's going to be a night of stars in action and fighting and things. So it's going to be a real competition. And officially, NXT had more viewers than Dynamite this week. Not the demo, but in total viewers. If that says anything. It does, in fact, sing. So yeah, speaking one other quick AEW note. They'll be live uh, with the Collision at 7 p.m. Eastern this week. Not 8 p.m. Eastern, because there's a movie on that they have to apparently fit in the regular normal schedule. So, okay. <laughs> Continuing on. Continuing on. We were talking about auctions. WWE's teaming up with Fanatics Live for exclusive auctions and giveaways. Tyler Breeze is set to host. First one is on Saturday for Fastlane with the special guest, Bailey. So you gotta download the Fanatics Live app. They'll have um, mystery boxes. I think those are been called for. I think there was some pre-auction or something for them. Well, there'll be exclusive auctions and giveaways during the event. It's at 2.15 p.m. Eastern this Saturday. Fanatics Live app. Just search WWE to get involved and win some cool things. And Tyler says there's going to be some cool experiences. So, we'll see. If he says it's cool, then it's cool. WWE superstar Liv Morgan has been named Grand Marshal for Sunday's Bank of America Royal 400 at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. The two-time Charlotte winner Kurt Busch will serve as honorary starter for the pivotal NASCAR playoffs show. Wait, wait. The NASCAR has playoffs? Yeah. It's been for They years. call it playoffs? Yeah. I think they call it playoffs. That's the, That was from the press release, so yeah. I didn't know they called it playoffs. I just, I know they have the point system, and I figured whoever, like, had the most points at the end of the, at the, at the season one. No, they've, they've turned it into, like, a cup series playoff or something like that. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's been, a, it's, it's been a thing. Yeah. Tells you how much NASCAR I watch. Um, and we were talking about John Cena. Wipeout, hosted by John, returns for its second season on TBS on November 7th. And then everybody's favorite celebrity appearance wrestler, Bad Booney, Bad is, set to host, is set to host SNL on October 21st. Yeah, some cool stuff. Very cool stuff. And we've got more. But wait, there's more. And it's all about the Bella Twins. 
Nikki and Brie are set to host Twin Love on Amazon Prime, which will premiere November 17th, 2023. The show will feature 10 sets of twins living in separate houses and looking for true love. I'm assuming that, like, when they say living in separate houses, that they're all going to toss them into an environment together and they all have to live together. I would assume so, yeah. Separately. Yeah. The official synopsis for the show reads as follows. With double the fun and drama, the series will discover if their inherent similarities extend to their romantic desires. When separated from their twin brothers and sisters, some for the first time ever, will they pursue the same identical partners or will their choices be dramatically different? <laughs> so if you're into that, check it out. Indeed. And Nikki... Is staying busy because she will also be returning to host the second season of Armageddon on USA Network. So, hey. Uh, the, the Garcia twins going to get at it now. Uh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say Bella. It's Garcia it's twins. It's the Garcia twins now. Yeah. We've, they've yes, they've dropped the Garcia balance. Twins. It's Garcia. Because Brie now wants to return to the ring. So, I mean, you know, anything's possible. She wants, to fight, she wants to fight Tony Storm. She wants to fight a bunch of people. I mean, good for her. Good on her. If she's ready to get back in the ring, go on it. Yeah, go for it, girl. Mm -hmm. Do your thing. So with that, we are going to take our first and only break of the evening. And when we come back, we are going to be talking all about WWE Fastlane, which airs this Saturday on the Peacocks. So you don't want to miss it. You're listening to the Rocker here on WallTalkRadio.com, and we'll be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Every Sunday night. The evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes, a Kate Sheep. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. If you want to hear a story, give me a hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked. What? What they didn't like. What? And what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Go, 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 Simpson. This just into the CB Radio News Desk. 
Sources have confirmed that CB Radio is on the road to 800 episodes. Are these the same sources that confirmed that Fuzzy Wuzzy is a bear and that CB Radio moved an hour earlier? Correct. These sources have confirmed that CB Radio will be hitting the 800 milestone very soon. But when? Sources say that barring any last-minute changes to the schedule, CB Radio will hit episode 800 on October 21st. That's amazing! Sources also say that you will all need to tune in Saturday night, October 21st live at 11.30pm Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash WTR live to celebrate 800 episodes of your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night. There has been no excuses before to miss it, why start now? CB Radio. Live. October 21st along the airwaves of the Wild Talk Radio Network. Did you know that you can use support a creator code ROCKSOCK in the Fortnite item shop? That's our O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you are listening to the Rack Radio Show on Wild Talk Radio. Back to the record here on wildtalkradio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at youtube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us on recradioshow.com, wildtalkradio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can, you can also, you know, subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, Tweet of the Week. Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space Until the spammers ended up taking over my place And I was so bitter Until I found Twitter Ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving My addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline Cause I won't stop tweeting No more, no more It cannot wait I'm sure all right, what do we got? All right. So, Jalitza Chantel says, My sister thought Connecticut had an A and a Q in it. Alejandra Saab responds, Connecticut. <laughs> That's all I have. That's all you have. That's all I have. All right, Mike Hill, I'm sorry, but there should be a rule that if you wear number zero in the NFL, you can't suck. Facts. This was a week ago, and this was when they lost. 
will be nice to get a break for at least a week from hearing how historically great the Cowboys are going to be. I mean, facts. There are rules about how the, the NFL explained for Swift, the NFL explained for Swift East new to football. Caleb Braxton. Also, the yellow line you see on the TV doesn't really exist in real life. I learned that later than I should have. Chelsea Green. Dirty Dom, because it looks like he forgot the shampoo. Rinse and repeat that mullet. Hashtag raw. Chelsea Green. I can I see Seth called up Riri and asked to borrow her Super Bowl fit. Hashtag raw. I wonder if Tommy ever found Johnny. These were a week <laughs> old. So he found them. Just an update, Chelsea. He, he found them. He did find him. Kathy Kelly. You mean Travis Kelsey from the hit series Catching Kelsey? Yes. Amanda Har- Huber. At the pet store getting a new, new snail. BC's ferrets. Mama, please. No, we came for a snail. We're at capacity. Three dogs, five cats, a tank full of fish, and a snail. We're good. What if we get, a ri- get rid of him? Points to his brother, Nolan. He's got to be at least worth three ferrets. <laughs> what do you do? Just leave him at the pet store? That's all you got to do. Just leave him at the pet store. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, Pro football talk. Mama Kelsey has downgraded from Taylor Swift to Jake from State Farm. That That's for sure. Renee Paquette. I really love when I'm watching a show and can pick out if someone is from Canada. I've got an ear for my native tongue. Corey Graves. It's not hard. Just listen for every sentence to begin with. Sorry, but and Caleb Braxton. If you sit next to me in the airport or airplane and trying to talk to me and seem I, and I seem standoffish, please don't take it personally. It's just I just don't want to talk to you. Fair, fair, fair. All the fairs. Very fair. But that's Tweet. All right, so let's talk about Fast Lane, which airs this Saturday on the Peacocks in the U.S. and the WWE Networks elsewhere, and also on fine pay-per-view providers wherever they might be. This is going to be an interesting show. It is going been... to be a very interesting show. We got five matches. <laughs> That's it, five. That's it. I, I love previewing WWE shows because they're nice and concise. It's five matches, unlike other people who do 14. I would assume there's another match or two added tomorrow night on SmackDown. Call I would hunch. probably say yes, but I, at the same time... I don't know. Like I like five. I'm I'm good I, with five. Five's, but... a little, five's a little too low. I think we can get the six or seven. Just just because we kind of you kind of need it. I mean, there's a lot here, a lot of big names on this show, but we, we can do with at least one more match of some sort, another championship of some sort on the line. Well, it won't be Rowan. It will not be Romans. True. And Seth's defending, so maybe I don't know. We'll see. But anyway. Let's start with The Judgment Day. Finn Balor and Damian Priest taking on Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. This is a straight-up match. No stipulations. Um, no anybody barred from ringside, so the rest of Judgment Day could play a factor in this. They did it for Dom, so they could do it here. Um, I kind of expect things to sort of break down a little in this. I don't know. Like, the the duo of Cody and Jay is interesting because they've been telling this story of Cody and Jay and how Cody's like, Jay's out of the cult. We all must forgive him and he must seek his redemption and I'm going to help him. We all really know that Cody Rhodes is using Jay Uso to get to SmackDown, to get to Roman Reigns, to get to the title. He's doing something nice in the process. Granted. He's trying to get the roster to forgive Jey Uso, but, you know, he, he got a long way to go on the penit- penitence thing. Um, but still, we all know Cody is using 
J. And with the rest of the bloodline also on this show, this will be the first time in maybe that they've seen each other, been around each other. So we'll see where Jay and the rest of the bloodline sort of sits, if they have any interaction. I would doubt it. Um, but they could. They could. I mean... Polly could come check Jay back out, make sure he's okay. Tomorrow could be interesting, because it'll be Jay supposedly going to be on SmackDown with Cody. So we'll probably see some sort of run-in, maybe, possibly with Jay and Jimmy, because they're going to set the seeds for probably a WrestleMania match between Jay and Jimmy going forward. But we'll see. So, on NXT, Dirty Dom got his belt back. He is once again the NXT North American champion. So one has to wonder, does Judgment Day keep theirs on, on Saturday? I kind of would lean the yes, because I don't like Cody coming back in his first championship win is a tag title. And then Jay just spent two years or <laughs> whatever, a year plus as tag team champion with his brother. Kind of seems like an old, like, hey, we're just going to put this, this this team together because we need something to do. Um... I don't think you put the belts on Cody and Jay. The only reason I can see that you do it is to tease further tension in the Judgment Day between Finn and Damien. Because we saw it when Dom lost his title, it was you either go go get it or you don't come back. Right? And you had Rhea tell that to Dom that it no, we're we're serious. You get your title back or you're out. So I can see issues between Finn and Damien sort of arising again because everything's been hunky-dory happy they're here for a minute but there was tension before and there could be tensions between them again there could but I just I see JD and McDonough getting involved trying to help them but money costs I don't but here's the thing Cody Rhodes is one of the most protected people they have he's only lost to two people Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. And the one that Brock was very protected. And the one that Roman was very protected. Even at WrestleMania. So Cody losing. Even if he doesn't take the pin. Like he's on. He has such a winnings. He's on such a roll on a, on the winning side of things. Like do they just put the belt on, on him. Just because it's Cody on a premium live event. Hey we're just going to give him a belt. I just. What I could also see. And they're not featured on this show. But Drew McIntyre who's been having, mentioned on Monday, living in the Cody-verse. So we, I could, could could Drew get involved and cost Cody and Jay the tag team titles? That could be a possibility as well. It is a possibility. My gut tells me the Judgment Day retain over Cody and Jay. I'm with you. I don't see a reason to necessarily move it unless you want to start shit in the Judgment Day. Because essentially you would have to have, they'd have to do a second time, it, or they just never get the titles back. But you have Cody and Jay lose the titles as quickly as they won them, and then it's like, well, what was the point of that? Yeah, I think if you're going to, if Judgment Day is going to drop it, you drop it to Kevin and Sammy back, back to them, or the reunited DIY after the Survivor Series is over and said and done with. I think that's where you can go. Um, yeah, I just, I think Cody and Jay kind of keep the belts, or don't get the belts here. Finn and Damien retain them. So that's my pick. Judgment Day retains. Yeah, I'm going Judgment Day. Magical Wheel of Fun, who is winning? Wrestler won. That would be the Judgment Day. Magic 8-Ball. Will Cody and Jay become tag team champions? Most likely. Okay. All right. Interesting. Up next, we have the LWO, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, and either Joaquin Wilde or Cruz del Toro 
with Zelina Vega in tow taking on Bobby Lashley, the Street Profits, in a six-man tag team match. So Bobby's recruited the Street Profits to whatever his new alliance is and wants them to be more serious. And they kind of let him down a couple weeks ago, and now they're trying to earn his respect back because they, they lost the match. And now they're like, to the LWO, and now they're like, hey, now it's time to get, our, get our, our shit together and sort of play ball here. So this should be a decisive win by the, the Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. But here's a wrinkle that no one is thinking about possible. What if it's not Joaquin Wilde or Cruz del Toro as the third? What if well, it's someone else? Who? What if, but who? 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 There's a couple of names. Huh? If you if you if you think about it, um, on television they've been highlighting and spotlighting Dragon Lee, huh? who's been tied to Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar as of late, and has been was feuding with Dom on TV. So he's been up on television lately. And Ray was in Dragon Lee's corner um, a while ago on NXT. And then there's another name circling all the way back to Puerto Rico. Bad Boonie? Not Bad Boonie. No, no, no. Not Bad Boonie. Who else made an appearance during that night to help out the LWO? I don't know, but I think he's pretty cool. He does spin in the face of people who he doesn't think are cool. The one Carlito could be back in the WWE as well. What if he becomes their partner? I mean, I I wouldn't necessarily so, complain. Because supposedly he signed with the company a while. And they're just waiting to bring him in. Yeah, because of the hiring freeze and stuff. So, it's possible? It's entirely possible. Like, I would, I would be down for that. Because didn't uh, both Joaquin and Cruz get beat up? They did. That's why I'm suggesting we could have a, a mystery partner involved. So, I mean, it's possible. Just based on what's going on, like, I'm all for Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits going over and getting something going. But at the same time, the LWO has kind of sort of been struggling a little bit. Like, you have Ray, you have him winning the title, you have him being the champion, that's great. But, like, Escobar and Joaquin and Cruz have kind of just been there. And Zelina's just kind of been there. So I feel like if you put a little shine on all of them, that would be good. Mm-hmm. Because it's especially if you put the loss on Bobby and not Dawkins or Ford, like they do all that they can, and Bobby fails, and now it's okay. Well, we're all back to square one because we lost, and now you've lost. So let's regroup and see what we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Carlito were to come back, that would make me very happy because I've always liked Carlito. So you know what? I'm going to say the LWO. I'm going to say they win. Uh, I'm going to go Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. I think you need to get them a win their first time really together as a unit so that's that's where i'm going by the way i would like to point out that in the football game the bears were up 27 to 11 at one point 20, it's no, now 27 to 3 at one point it's now 30 to 20 the bears are going to lose this football game aren't they probably anyway magical wheel <laughs> of fun wrestler 2 wrestler 2 that would be the street profits and, and Bobby Lashley. Eight ball does uh, the LWO get the win. Outlook not so good. So mm. there, mm. You, there you go on, on that one. What's next? All right. So we have a triple threat for the WWE Women's Championship where you have EO Sky taking on Asuka, taking on Charlotte Flair. Seems to be stacking the deck against uh, against EO. So Bailey is the one who accepted this matchup for her, her partner, EO Sky. Um, EO beating Charlotte or Asuka in this match kind of would 
really establish her title reign. She beat Asuka a couple weeks ago, but a win over Charlotte, that would put her in line for, for like an impressive title reign because they need to kind of establish it some more. I don't want the belt back on Asuka, so she doesn't need it. And Charlotte's had it 17,000 times. Yeah, please don't put it back on Charlotte. Or I think it's 14 or whatever it is officially. Um, She doesn't need the belt. Charlotte never needs the belt. She always gets the belt. But she doesn't need the belt. I mean, she's technically never held this version of the belt since it's a women's ship. It doesn't matter. Um, she's held it. It's just a different name. It's just a different name and different look and all the things. I think this will be really good. Like a really good match. I think Io should come out on top with the title. That's what my gut is telling me. I think it's a little bit too early. I think you need to establish Io as a player more so than you already have. And... Her pulling out a decisive victory against both Asuka and Charlotte would help her tremendously. Because at some point she's going to have to come out from Bailey's group and stand on her own. And this will do a lot for her to help her do that. I'm not saying that they're going to break up a, break up a damage control anytime soon. But you need to establish EO more than you already have. Mm. So I'm going to say EO retains. EO retains. Magic 8-Ball, does EO retain? It is certain. Magical Wheel of Fun? Wrestler 1. EO. Mm. was definitely losing now. Oh no. <laughs> Jinxter. All, oh, all no. four things picked EO, so it's gonna... Sorry, EO. Sorry. It's it's all the Wheel of Fun's fault. Just blame the Wheel of Fun. Yes. Um. So up next we have John Cena. Who? Helen... John Cena, Mr. You Can't See Me, taking on L.A. Knight, or with L.A. Knight, taking on the Bloodline, Jimmy and Solo, with Paul Heyman. This is a regular tag team match. No stipulations. There's been some issues in the Bloodline, more so than we've already had, and Roman is on vacation. Jimmy is trying to work his way back in, so he's been the one spearheading this attacks on John Cena. John Cena wanted a team with... AJ Styles, but the Bloodline decided, hey, no, we're gonna, just going to take out AJ Styles. So he left Cena without a partner. And then LA Knight got COVID, so he couldn't make the save one week. But he made the save this week to be John Cena's partner at Fastlane. So they'll be teaming up. It's interesting. So what was the old thing when John Cena was full-time? What was the statement? You can't see me? LOL, John Cena win, right? Right. It's been a minute. Since John Cena's actually won a match on a premium live event pay-per-view. I was going to say, he's been laying down for a lot of people. He's been, it's been years, like years since he's won a pay-per-view match. I think it was like 2018, 2019, something like that. I'm double checking because I, I saw the number before, the, the year earlier, and I didn't remember, write it down. But it's been a while since he's won a match at a premium live event. Um... He was beating up John Baron Corbin his last run. Uh, it's half a decade. Wow, if you think, was it really half a? I mean, yeah, half a decade. Five years would be a half a decade. Because uh, he lost to Taker. He oh, his last one was in Saudi Arabia against Triple H at the Greatest Royal Rumble. So 2018 was the last premium live event pay per view win for John Cena. Well, when you only wrestle once a year, it's. It's, it's not it, so bad. It is, it is and it isn't. Um, but it's also, he lost because he lost to The Fiend. He lost to Roman. Rip. He can't, like, he's come back and wrestled some house shows and won those, but 
terms of and, and the only television one he's he's won a few television things like he won um the one with the when he teamed with Kevin Owens at the end of last year that was the last, last actual TV win so uh John Cena needs a win especially if we talk about what we talked about earlier could it be John Cena taking on the Roman Reigns for the undisputed Universal Championship in Saudi Arabia? Plus, you have LA Knight who's really, really hot right now. And if the yeah. blood, and if the Bloodline lose a match and Jimmy takes the fall, which means Jimmy probably has to figure out a way to earn himself back into it, Roman's due back on the 13th of October. So yeah, LA Knight or John Cena get the win here, and it's going to cook up something good to spin the bloodline story but i think because they're teasing more with john cena and then the bloodline especially with them using paul Heyman and cena on nxt to kind of further something i think and especially since that's going to be after this uh, this premium live event on saturday yeah john's got to get the win probably pins jay because you don't want him pinning solo because you, you protect solo as much as you can um, baby faces should go over. Yeah, I would agree with all that. It's time for the bloodline to get their comeuppance in more ways than one. Um, they've been on top for forever, so it's time that they begin that steady descent down. You further the dissension in the group to start breaking them apart. We already have Jimmy and Solo on the outs, so Solo is not necessarily going to be willing to help Jimmy as much. And with Roman said do back, well, there might have to be some consequences. Um, so yeah, I say Cena and Nightman, especially because it just makes sense to have both of them win. It's, they are pushing the shit out of LA Knight. Yeah. As they should. Yeah. So, it makes sense to have him win here. Indeed. Magic Wheel of Fun. Wrestler won. That would be Cena and LA Knight. Eight ball bloodline win? Yes. So there's that. Alright, let's talk about the main event. And in your main event... For now, and in general, Seth freaking Rollins puts his title on the line as he defends against Shinsuke Nakamura in a last man standing match. We have Shinsuke in his villain era, owning the shit out of this, being a perfect foil to Seth. He's had Seth's number this entire time. Will he have it on Saturday? That is the age-old question. Okay, so in normal WWE booking logic, the babyface who gets the win the first time, which should all, will always get should normally gets the second one because they like to build up a heel, but not really build up the heel strong. They've done a really good job with Nakamura since him losing and kind of transformed his character a little bit. I feel like if you do not have Shinsuke Nakamura win this match, then everything you've done with the Shinsuke Nakamura character was for naught. I'm also under the belief of, I don't think the reign of Rollins should end yet. <laughs> but it's a last man standing, so you have no no DQs or anything like that. You, so you have a way out to protect Rollins, because you're not pinning him. So you can always go back to do it with Crown Jewel? Whatever. The Saudi show. Coming up in a month, followed by Survivor Series, you're going to need a new contender or a contender of some sort for Rollins or even Nakamura. So Nakamura winning the last man standing match and then egging on a rematch for in Saudi and then Rollins winning the belt back in Saudi is something they could also do. Um, those are the logical steps. 
I can see with this fight. Um, Shinsuke also needs a really good match. Win or lose, this needs to be a really good match. The one last month was good, but it wasn't great. It needs to hit great to really cement Shinsuke as back. Or we're kind of just seeing what Shinsuke has left. And that's kind of where we are with it. There's also, we can also throw in the possibility of a cash-in, but I, I don't think we're going to go in that direction just yet. I think... No, gonna, I would hold that. They're going to hold that for, for another couple months. Probably around the Royal Rumble time, we'll see a cash-in attempt by Damian Priest. The- I back up everything you said. Mm-hmm. Especially in terms of Shinsuke winning, because those of us that remember way back, what, God, almost 10 years ago now? We remember the Shinsuke Nakamura that came into NXT. We remember the Shinsuke Nakamura that ran NXT. And all of us that adore Shinsuke, yeah, we're getting old. All of us that adore Shinsuke have wanted to see that Shinsuke since he came up on the main roster. And we've never really gotten it. We've seen moments of brilliance, but beyond that, they've been very, very hesitant to do a lot with Shinsuke. And he's been coasting for quite a long time now. They've done a wonderful job of rebuilding him, of giving him a character that resonates. Everything is hitting on the right cylinders with him right now. Like, everything. And we're seeing that brilliance coming through with him. Especially with the story that they're telling that Seth's body just can't go. That he's hurt. That he needs to recover. With that story, it's kind of like, Shinsuke should win because Shinsuke will take advantage of Seth. In that sense, Shinsuke is healthy, Seth is not. So by logic, Shinsuke could win. When he lost last time, it's like, okay, all right, let's see where this goes, right? Because mm-hmm. it's he didn't win, and they've done a really lovely job of rebuilding him after that loss. This is a last man standing match. There's plenty of shenanigans that can abound. There's ways, as you said, to protect Seth. I don't see any reason why they shouldn't move the title on Shinsuke, at least temporarily, because Seth is kind of running out of people to challenge, especially as a babyface. So you move the title on Shinsuke, and that sort of opens some doors a little bit, unless they're going to hold Seth for Drew, which they could. But I also think Drew's going to Cody. He could. So it's like, I, for me personally, I said this last time, I will say this again. I want to see Shinsuke win. I want to see it once. Just because, in in my mind, I'm going to pull the internet wrestling fan. It is earned. It is beyond earned. It is deserved. If anybody deserves a chance to hold that title, it is, it is Shinsuke. He's been through a lot of bullshit since getting called up. I This is the chance. This is the moment they should do it. I'm the, going Shinsuke. The original moment was back at WrestleMania a few years ago when he took on AJ Styles. He should have won the belt there. He didn't. Yeah. And then he became a heel and it just... They've been trying to fix it since. Um, never worked. It never worked. I think Seth Rollins retains his title, but I'm not fully confident in it. I can see them doing a quick flip of the belt and then flip it back. Because I, I'm a very big advocate of baby faces are better chasing. And a baby face holding the belt forever just doesn't do a lot. Especially for television. If the, if the, especially an injured Rollins having to put everything on the line just to get one more shot at the title. And really play that up. I think that could be good storytelling. Will they do that? Probably not. I think they're going to keep the belt on Seth. Have him go and crown Jewel as champion. Defend against somebody. Could be Shinsuke one more time. I don't know how you get there. But you, they could 
figure out a way or they, or they find another heel from the work. I don't think he gets Cody cuz I think Cody's getting Drew. You you could figure you could figure out something. Maybe you put Kevin or Sammy in that spot or I don't know. You figure it out cuz Raw needs some Raw is lacking some heels though. Um yeah, that's what I said. They're they're kind of running or they have run out of options for him unfortunately. So it's like but you also, put the title on Shinsuke, at least you refresh. But also the baby faces aren't really position as title contenders right now so you're kind of need to figure that all out but if you go shinsuke so if you have shinsuke win here he gets the title you go one more time seth versus shinsuke like shinsuke does it in some dirty underhanded way villainous way and seth's like that wasn't fair you know it wasn't fair beat me beat me like you should beat me i don't want to say beat me like a man but beat me like you should beat me fair and square no stipulations one-on-one one more time in saudi yeah and in the meantime while you're doing that you can build somebody oh i get that you can you can spend some time i know stall you can stall long enough you to can, get somebody ready to go you can always stall to get more people ready yeah indeed all right i'm going rollins you're going shin i'm going shin eight ball shinsuke wins i look good mm. Wheel. wrestler two shin Okay. There you go. All right. We'll, we'll see how it goes, because that's our WWE Fast Lane preview. So what do you think? Do you agree? Do you not agree? Let us know. We will be accepting picks up until the show starts on Saturday if you want to go for bragging rights. And hopefully, let ho- us know. Hopefully they uh, give us a card so we can post it out on Facebook and on the Twitters, because it's where you can tweet us your picks and Facebook them and all the things. But that's our show. That is our show, so you got stuff to plug, so plug away. Saturday, 11.30 p.m. Eastern. The Road to 800 continues with CB Radio Live at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Three weeks out? Yeah, three weeks out. 21st. Boy. Okay. Sunday night, Russell Talk Radio returns at 10 p.m. Eastern to review Fastlane. Monday night, Raw Post Show, 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back next Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern for another edition of The Rack. You can check out Seabird Not So Live Live, the review of AEW uh, Russell Dream, now available. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network, Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search The Rack Radio Show. Chat if you have Amazon Prime that gives you a Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel. Click the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can also use Credit Card Rock and Sock or Lynn's M. Ward in the Fortnite item shop or Epic Games or Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Lynn's Ward, L-E-N-S-W-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Lynn's Ward. We have been streaming Genshin Impact. We've been breaking in and out of prison and learning all about Fontaine. So if you want to come hang out, I should be live next. I have no idea when I'm live. Follow me on Twitter to get notified. Or you can follow my Twitch channel to get notified of when I'm live as well. Um, you can also, you know, follow me on TikTok at LensWord0. Use the creator code. And you can check me out on YouTube. YouTube.com slash at Or just look for LensWord on the YouTube. And while you're there, liking and subscribing and ringing bells and doing all the things, you can follow our good buddy Matt. MBGFilms, YouTube.com slash MBG1211. So for Rock, hold I'm on, Lindsay hold, Ward. Hold, hold on. Bears just put the way of the game there with a touchdown. My god, Seth Rollins is going to love football. Is this an omen? Could be. 
commanders are going to lose to the bears. Good lord. Anyway, um, <laughs> so for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. You've been listening to The Rock right here on WallStockRadio.com. And we'll see you later. Bye. Wild Talk Radio Network.